Hello and welcome to the No Set Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week we will be we're talking about what a not-so-extreme rules pay-per-view Extreme Rules was. How AEW's doing everything still right. And how they had a fantastic show called Little AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. And Rampage. Grand Slam. Grand Slam. So we have some uh, and some other things to talk about. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm here with that Mac Daddy of all things wrestling. Oh, I was going to do the LAX theme song, but nah, I'm not going to do that right now. Oh. I'm happy to talk about all the graps, except for WWE. Thank you. I will begrudgingly talk about that. Yep. The uh, chosen one, Mike Bubble. Um, Grand Slam, bitches. They hit one. So let's let's get the uh, let's get the shit show out of the way. Yeah, that's one WWE. Uh, excuse me, Joe. Uh, just to keep with trends, what language do you want me to use when I'm talking about extreme rules? That is true. Let's go uh, French. French. Uh, you you can start French. I will, Although I will. the other thing he's gonna say is we be Ricky Martel. We we Ricky Martel. See see, and I'll go Spanish, and then we'll just go over each other. As because that's what happened on Peacock. On Peacock. On the cack. On the on the pre-show, they did the uh, during the entire pre-show and beginning of the beginning of the pay-per-view. Spanish or French was over over the English uh, announcers. You'd think they'd catch that a lot sooner. No, and I also was bringing this up now. They cut to commercials during some of the entrances. Of course they did during Bliss's entrance and I believe Roman's entrance. Yeah. They cut to commercials. Roman Reigns' entrance was interrupted by a commercial, Mike. Uh, I, I give him go ahead for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I said nobody cares about this guy. And it's not and my the, tribal chief. In the ultimate troll job, at the, when the pay per view kicks off and Michael Cole introduces Pat McAfee, he speaks in Spanish. Because goddamn McAfee's a McAfee's a, a fucking genius. <laughs> yep, I love him so much. He just continues to troll on. So their first match of the night was Liv Morgan defeating Carmella in 7:52 on the pre-show. Um, hmm. This, I feel bad for the girls. It's a fight, a few that won't won't stop. Um, I just, I just, I don't know what they can do differently. It just doesn't help that they're always on the fucking pre-show, but like. They don't build them up enough to warrant being on the main show, but well, no one's ever going to care. Then. They were actually announced to kick off the main show, then they added the first match on the main show. Then and, they got bumped. And booted it down. Yeah. I will say this. I gave it two stars and said they need to push both women. Liv on the show, Carmella in front of a bus. Um, and I just I need some Completely clarification no from you gentlemen. Yes. The feud is about who's hotter? Yes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, the thing is, they have nothing. Well, they have I mean, nothing from women's, ev- women's evolution. That and the fact that that's Carmela's whole gimmick is she's sexy, but live. They so have nothing. Wins, the thing so. is, they have <laughs> nothing. They have nothing for live, so they have to portray like she has a meaning, to, a reason to fight Carmela is because Carmela <laughs> thinks she's hotter than her. But no, but Liv has been want, been trying to get pushed for the past year and a half to get on live TV, and then when they do, they just throw her to the bus. Throw her in the bus. She's going to be 2022's Ty Conti. Yep. When she starts working Wednesday nights under her real name. And what is her real name? Gianna Daddio. 
Gianna's Why would you change the name? <laughs> right? Bobby Blank or Barbie Blank? What the? That's a perfect fucking name. Because they don't own it. That's so good. Because Gianni's going to be their daddy. Yeah. Oh. God damn it. That's a great fucking name, <laughs> right? dude. Holy shit. Gianna Daddio. So, fucking put her on TV on Wednesdays. Give her the belt. <laughs> Watch her work. And she's improved like a million percent. But you wouldn't be able to know that because they would have to put her in matches for you to see. So, yeah, Liv's been pushing. She's been pushing great for the longest time. And then they put her on TV for a week and then they forget about her. And then the, you know, it's always internet trying to uh, get her going. So then that match got knocked down to the pre-show as the first match of the night was a newly added match around three o'clock when the show started at five. So, yes, hold on. Just because you didn't watch. Yes, they added a six-man tag team match with the WWE champion in it an hour before the kickoff started. <laughs> so, the champion who I'm, I'm guessing by that set wasn't booked on the show? Nope. Fantastic. Nope. As it's the New Day, Biggie, Kofi, and Woods defeating Bobby Lashley, almost and AJ Styles in 18 minutes and 15 seconds. It was actually a really good match as long as Omos was nowhere to be found. Um, they did what they should have done. AJ carried the bulk of gasp the ga- of the bulk of the action, and then Lashley did the cleanup when the hill when the hills were in charge, uh, which is what it should have been. Big E looked good. I will say, I told him this to Zen and, and I'm Joe. Got, Joe Hi. off there. Jeff got it. Yeah, Jeff. The I'm New Jeff. Day have like Fu- Fuji related gear now. Mm-hmm. Badass looking. It is. It is sweet looking. It's the album cover. Yeah, like, I just. But yes, the once WWE he gets champion. the belt, he shouldn't be with the New Day ever and, on television. And maybe booked for the pay per view. Well, let's let's bring this up now. Then, so after the match, Bobby cuts a promo calling calling Biggie a chicken shit, saying that he wants a title match tonight on. Uh, uh, he wants a title match on Raw. And later on, Biggie accepts. So on Raw, the first match tonight, it should be Biggie versus Lashley yeah, for the it's title. Kicking off Raw tonight for the title. And the rumor in your endo is Lashley may win it. We don't know yet. They don't know. They don't know because of the draft. You'll be surprised to know that they have no idea what they're going to do with the draft that starts Friday. There is a draft this Friday. Well. I can tell you, Roman's not leaving SmackDown, so that means whoever wins this well, match is staying. They've with the actually rats. talked about they've it. They've talked about it. Do they, do they want to not have money? <laughs> right. I, is that what they want? Because they can, and then Fox will rip that goddamn contract and mail so, it to them. Later, see what else they, do you see what else they did to Rampage? To appease, Rampage no. look awesome on Fox. See what else they did to appease uh, Fox no. recently? Uh, Raw was supposed to be at the Staples Center in December. That got moved to a SmackDown in Staples Center. Uh, Fox was like, "No, you're going to be in LA." This is the show that's going to be in LA. That's you're going to put the Staples Center on Fox. Not Why not just Raw. do two nights in the Staples? Well, you know uh, what I mean. Here's my like question: What, what, what AEW does? Because uh, three fucking sports franchises um, yeah. have that building. How the fuck can you just move from Monday to a Friday? They did. How they the did. fuck they, does that work? Somehow they it's did. Fox, it's Fox, baby. It's Fox. I don't know. Somehow they managed to there do are it. Three franchises in that building. Well, when do the Clippers go to the Forum? Uh, in a couple of years. A couple of years. A couple yeah. years? It's, not, it's yeah. not there yet. They yeah. have at least one more year. They have to build it still. So they just did the groundbreaking. They're, they're going to build it this year, but they just did the groundbreaking like, like a week and a half ago. 
But yeah, they have what still. The fuck, dude. So later on in the show, what we would do is just I just remind because of the draft is Friday. We're gonna discuss who do we think is going where. But that's later on. Then we'll have more of a clue than they will. Yeah, we probably will. Uh, our uh, next, hold on, hold on. How oh, did you oh yes, that? I forgot. I bad. My bad. My bad. I gave this uh, three and a half. Really good opener, but they are really doing Big E and the WWE Championship a disservice. E gets the pin on Lashley after a communication breakdown between Lashley and Styles, possibly to have multiple challengers depending on which way the draft goes. Um, our next match was for the tag team championships of SmackDown as the Usos defeat the Street Profits in 1345. If you like the Street Profits, you're done. I hope you enjoyed this match because they are getting broken up in that draft. All the clues are there. They had Montez do a really competitive Roman match on Friday as a, as a kind of a Sink. teaser to swim. See, yep. And then he was the unmitigated star of this match going all fucking out. Uh, which means Dawkins, who's talented in his own right, is going to be this year's Tucky. So he's going to the Academy, right? Yeah, I said uh, another really strong outing, but the right team won because Montez Ford is going to be this year's Otis, which I guess makes Dawson this year's Tucky. Yikes. Because the, the, they, they screenshot, someone took a photo of Ford doing a, the, the, uh, the frog splash. Yeah. And his whole body's out of the screen. But his feet are just the only two things because he can jump really high up off the turnbuckle and his feet are just just his feet on the screen. Yeah, no, they've got they they see Shelton Benjamin and him in terms of athletics. Oh, like, for uh, that rumble spot over here. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately for Dawkins, uh, he does everything that Biggie does. Yep. Which yep. is the problem because Biggie already does it. Yep. And better. So, so I don't really know what you're going to do with your career. Uh, right. Who jumps higher, Dante Martin or Montez Ford? Oh, I'd like to see a contest. Because I can't say for sure. Because that's crazy, right? I would say that... I think it's Ford by, an, like, an inch. I would. I will tell you that I think you just pinpointed the two most naturally athletic guys in the business. Yep. Like, it'd be, and not like JR's athlete. No, 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 no. 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 It would be insane to see, those, to see those two do a combine. Just the two of them. Just to see who's faster, jumps higher. Just let's see what those two do. You know, you know what's funny about that? NXT did that. Yeah. NXT did that a couple years ago. And that was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Because they had a lot of real athletes. And, yeah. They but, did. yeah, and I think yeah, he's faster. Bianca and Montez won both end, by the way. And I got to give you a – Jesus, that's awesome. I got to give you a, a pick em when it comes to who jumps higher. I really couldn't tell you because it's that close between the two of them. <coughs> so I'll tell you this. I'm going to compare him to the uh, Vince, Mc, or Vince McMahon. Jesus Christ. Vince Carter, Michael Jordan. That's probably my new favorite wrestler. Vince Carter – Jumps higher, so Montez Ford. But Jordan, <clears throat> like Martin, had better hang time. There you go. I think, that, Martin, floats in the, I think Martin floats in the air longer. That's probably what mm. it is. <coughs> the next match was for the Raw Women's Championship as Charlotte Flair defeats Alexa Bliss in 11-25 and then kills the doll after. She had a helicopter. I know they were in Alexa's hometown. Where were they? Yeah, they, oh, Columbus, they were, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Which, by the way, they <laughs> go ducks. Which, by the way, <laughs> suck it. Here's the best part: introductions. First, Alexa Bliss. Then from yeah. like from uh, where and they, they put her from the undersold her. And where they put her uh, from, from the, the Queen, Queen City. City from North Carolina. They do not reference at all where uh, my Bliss favorite, is from. My favorite one of those was was once ate barbecue in North Carolina. 
It's so good. <laughs> it's but, so good. Uh, yeah, they... Um, Will you please tell him the ridiculousness of the after effect? Oh, yes. So, Charlotte wins. You don't say. Uh, after the match, uh, No she, sale. Oh, wait, we doing that? No. Is it too late? She uh, rips the... Has to take her two tries to rip the doll in half. And then Bliss jumps on her back. And then they fight to the outside. And then Charlotte throws her over the announce table and then leaves. So then Char- uh, Bliss gets off up and goes into the ring and then cries for like two minutes over the doll, right? But and then, wh- but wait, there's more. She walks up the aisle, falls down, and you can see that she's supposed to have foam, like the foam coming out. She's supposed to be foaming at the mouth. But what do you think they're using? The after al- seltzer, right? Like a little yeah. thing. She screams. Opens her mouth wide open. The Alka-Seltzer has not melted. And all. there's a giant disc on her tongue. You can just see the disc tongue. on her tongue. Because what happens is the idiots didn't think to put any water underneath the table right, where so they slipped can, her the alka So she dry out real quick. Because she'd been wrestling for 10 minutes. So guess what? Dry mouth. I was wrestling. So she's like, ah, and then you just see the giant disc in her mouth. You could see her trying so hard. That's probably why she was crying so long. She was yeah. trying to like. Yeah, she was trying to like get it going, but you can see like a little bit, and then she also, screams, and then I'm gonna fucking throw up thinking about just trying to suck down a goddamn alcohol. I'm gonna fucking throw up. That sounds goddamn disgusting. Yeah, I gave the match three stars. Oh, I said, well, God. Columbus and I have a few things in common. We love Alexa and hate Charlotte. Flair won, yawn, and now Alexa's getting like a couple months off. Tell you what, um. We think a lot of people think to <laughs> talk re- to Tony Khan about a, a possible opening. <laughs> a lot of people think to revamp her character, but also I I learned from reading a thing about her. She's been getting a lot of uh, uh, unflattering stuff on social media because they think she's fat. Fans do. And, that's Tammy. And while she's not, hey, hey. she was sick a couple of months ago. And hasn't been able to well, get the weight off. Isn't that a whole, like, well, was a couple years ago where they just body shamed her? They, kept, yeah. like, yeah. they just kept body shaming her. I'm like, yeah. And anybody who remembers the Alexa Bliss story knows that she almost died yep. as a teenager from uh, body dysmorphia because mm-hmm. she was anorexic. And she has trouble. She, she was really open about it. She's had trouble shedding, like, 10 pounds since she got really sick earlier this year. And she's cognizant of it, and she's a little... She looks so good, though. She does. I don't think she looks terrible There's at all. There's nothing wrong with her. There's nothing wrong with her. Absolutely nothing wrong with her. But I think they... But, you know, that company has nothing they want her to lose that 10 pounds, too. So we get all that. Then our Fuck next, that company. Then our next match was a triple threat match for the U.S. title. Damian Priest defeats Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Jeff Hardy, by the way, was the most over man in the building. Yes, he was. They started doing the punching thing of Hardy and Priest. They started booing Priest. As you should. Priest sucks. Hardy was the most over person over. Uh, a bit botchy. Oh, it started off real botchy. Yeah. Uh, Priest goes is on the apron, and he's supposed to do the, like, the Seamus punches. But he slips and falls. And he saves by getting up and then kicking Seamus and have him fall. Uh, then... Hardy was jumps over like reverses a back body drop, and they both fall. And no. Graves tries to save it by doing like saying he's trying to put him in a sleeper hold. Um, but it was a bit botchy. But the moment of the night, Corey, is favorite is Corey's favorite part. What what happened? So Jeff Jeff Hardy's down, and Sheamus gets on the second rope, and he starts flipping out and doing the Jeff Hardy spasms. And then does a knee to the chest. Everyone was hoping he would do a swanton. Yep. God damn. I was it. like, bring a swanton. I think if his neck so wasn't broke that, ton. <laughs> yeah. if his neck wasn't that bad, I think uh, 
He might have done the swanton. It was badass. The crowd popped. <laughs> yeah. But now that crowd, I mean, we're talking, Jeff Hardy was getting Jeff Hardy 2009 pops. It was loud. It got really loud. Like, it got to that moment that the crowd actually thought Hardy was going to win. I was like, Jack, give it to Hardy. Fuck Man, this guy's going crazy. They missed such a run with him in the mid-2000s. They just fucking missed it, man. I, I'm the only one screaming it, but they're missing out on a run right now. Right now. Man. Uh, He's over, and the fans want it. Corey Bright up. We're bringing it later on. He thinks Hardy should be drafted to SmackDown. Have him go against Roman. Have him have a two-month run with Roman. He's not going to win, but that's beat fine. Him. Well, I wouldn't have him beat him. But Ten seconds, Anaconda Vice. <laughs> there it is. But think about it. Have Roman come out all drugged that, up. Got it's it. another dude over as fuck that you can safely feed to Roman. To save the big names for the big pay-per-views. They need people like that on SmackDown. This guy is over as fuck with the crowd. Use him the way you should. Which but, means he'll be on main event beating or losing to Shanky is his name, I think. No, you mean Slapjack. He's back as Shane Thorne. No, Shanky. One of... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, one of... Uh, one of... Uh, uh, what's his genders. genders bitches. Yeah, that's true. Shanky. Uh, our next match was for the SmackDown Women's Championship as Bianca... Oh, you didn't get my... Oh, uh, I, God damn it, you're just jumping all over me on this thing. You, you know, really want to talk about this? You know what Joe says? Joe says, fuck your gimmick. That's what Apparently. Joe says. Bum, bum. Three and a quarter, started off all kinds of botchy, but ended up with tons of heat. The crowd loves Hardy and needs to utilize him more. There. I just want to point this out, by the way. It's the first three matches, it's three, it's three stars and higher. Yeah. yeah. Everything on here was solid. Our what have we said for years? Like, the entering work now is great. There's no problem for with years. The, the problem was the in ring work. Our next, yeah, yeah, it's the opposite now. Our next match was for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship as Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair ended a no contest at 16:30. And why did they end up in a no contest? <sighs> Sasha came back because Sasha Banks came back to beat up both women. But overall, the match was entertaining. I will tell you this: Becky Lynch is so good. I mean, she has done. It was this dumb idea to bring her back as popular as she is in Turner Hill. Yep. But she's managed to turn them hill. Her promos have got the crowd against her. She has done such a good job. The ring, the ring, the way that they portrayed her in the ring too. That they, you know, during the match they kept doing the that Bianca's the strongest, fastest. So when they would do something, Bianca would do it better or yeah. overpower her or this, and it made sense. And then you have Becky. That was three. No, no, that was three. And then yelling at Michael Cole, doing what Bailey does. What is, what's unfortunate, because there's a lot of talent in the women's division overall. Mm-hmm. Rob doesn't have a very good women's division. Nope. But there's a lot of talent. But what doesn't help is when Becky takes a year off and comes back and you're immediately reminded, even when she's rusty, Whoa, she is far and away better than everybody else that you have. Well, crazy. She took like seven years off in the middle of her career. She right? just didn't wrestle, which is like, nuts. And Hennes and Tails better than everybody. The uh, the heel thing I'm wondering is she shared like a little like actual like fuck you to the fans for the way they, they talked to Seth Rollins. Could be. Now he deserves it because he sucks. Could but, be. I mean, it's her dude and she's going to ride or die for him and she might be like, well, fuck you then. I'll do. I'll tell you one thing. She's doing a better job being his character than, than he, he is. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's he sucks. Um, <laughs> the only person who comes close to her in that division is Bailey on checking all mm-hmm. the boxes. I mean, if I'm Charlotte, Bianca, Sasha, uh, I, I'm gonna give Rhea a pass because they they have fucked her up with something fierce. But if I'm all those women, 
I take it as a personal insult that she took a year off and came back better than I am now. Mm-hmm. Like, you should have built your game up. Yeah, she shouldn't I be just, blowing by you first week it's, back. Like, you know, we can, uh, we'll bring it up now. I'm blame Charlotte for all of that. First, <laughs> yeah. first they're, doing of the, uh, they're doing the Connor's Cure thing again. But now, I don't know if you, you didn't see it because it was on Raw. They had Nikki AS, Nikki Ash, Nikki Cross, and uh, yeah. Rhea cut a promo about how people should support this. And now they're doing this. Uh, I'm sorry. They're doing this stupid raise your arms up like a V for victory. victory. For Jimmy V. Yeah. And then they beat uh, Natty and Tamina for the tag titles within minutes. Yeah, so Nikki Ash and Rhea are your tag team champions. It's a demotion for Rhea. That's what they're doing for Rhea. Yep. Uh, Rhea, as much as I love Rhea, she should not be a face. No. She should be be beating the fuck out of people like Alexa with these small Ash. cute blondes and just beating the fuck out of them and saying fuck you I run this shit and I mean you know Charlotte at some point uh, should fucking job that shit but you know that's cool like that's the thing is like I like your like, I, you're right Corey that Becky shouldn't be better than anybody after a year but they all know where everybody stands with Charlotte why get better what's the point there's absolutely no point getting better. You're just going to lose anyways. You're, you're kind of not wrong. There is no reason to try at you're, all. You're not wrong. Look, I mean, look at the lay of the land. Yeah, it sucks. Tony Storm debuted on SmackDown in July. They just used her for the second time this past week. Yep. Oh, and just as someone who likes to watch Boogs play guitar, she hasn't really done anything. Yeah, she's not ring. doing anything. She's just, I just, you I know, mean, what the fuck's the point? Who cares? It seems to me like Vince and Bruce have the... the well, they wouldn't even have women's wrestling that vocal up if they couldn't, but they have to. They have to. But they have the four horsewomen, and that's pretty much that's all they care about. Okay. Were you... So I know the savior was always a Sasha guy. No. I like... At the very beginning, where were you? When they first, like, were popping in NXT? I Which have, one were you behind? I have always said she was insanely talented and incredibly good, and she is. But I was always a Becky guy. Because... Um, and Bailey. I like yep. I like the original uh, Huggy Bailey character mm-hmm. in NXT. Uh, Charlotte, oh, you mean the female John Cena? Yeah, Charlotte was okay, um, and Sasha was always talented. I just, I, and it's funny because I should like Sasha because it's the Shawn Michael. He was a prick. Yeah, but it, I've changed. I don't yeah. want to see that nowadays. No, she was a prick, and you could just see it. So I was like, eh, nah, I can't get behind her that much. And the thing is, like with Shawn. He was as good as he said he was. She's not as good she's as she thinks as she is. She's good. She's, she's not damn that good. good. She's damn good. She's, she's not, not better than Becky. Becky was always Sean the best. was always better than Triple H. He just was. Yep. You know? So then our main event. Uh, what did you give it? Three and a half. There it is. So another match over three. Yeah. Until the end. Uh, our main event <laughs> for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns and defeats... The demon, Finn Balor, in 1945. I got to break down a couple parts of this, all right? Okay. First, they go fighting into the crowd. All hail Roman. But Roman, head of the table, king shit. Before he goes into the crowd, he just goes like this to Heyman, and Heyman gives him his face mask, and he puts a face mask on, and then goes fighting into the crowd. Puts a mask on and fights in the crowd. (laughs) That's so great. Well, well, here's the two things we thought of. First... His medical history. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, two. Yeah. That's also. This, it's that's, just a dick move. That's perfect for that character. It's so great. Yeah. The head of the table. I'm gonna go out these plebeians. Hit me a face mask. Yeah. Fuck. 
This, I don't want to smell them. Came out like Daft Punk. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't want to smell them. Whoa! I forgot um, all that this the dick move of just like yep. That's so great. I was like, the only <laughs> thing I think like to add to that if he does it again is Heyman should uh, they should like set it up in a corner. It's fine. But where he hits something and a red carpet rolls down, <laughs> so he has to, he can fight on a red carpet yeah. so he doesn't be awesome. touch this peasant pavement. That so, would be great. So that part's awesome, and they these two can work. They got me into the match, even if it's the demon character. He did. He didn't. He wasn't the fiend, right? He's still working, brave as well. Until the end, Joe. Until the end, as they are fighting on the outside, as the Usos and come the end out. Doesn't even matter. Thank you, and Lincoln Park. This one doesn't. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, Usos come out. The demon power bombs one of them through a table. Then he kicks. No, this is after. And when oh, you get to the, he gets speared. He gets speared through the thing. When you get to the bad part, let me take over. Okay. No, no. So Roman speared. So he power bombs him. Then Roman spears um, Finn. Finn, th- the demon, through the barrier. And they're both laid out. And then red lights. Uh, you know, let me take over. Go let ahead. me take over. They go all fiend on us. As, as they're laying there dead, Finn Balor face down on the, on the outside mat. And you know how when he's about to come out as the demon, there's the heartbeat. Bump, yeah. bump. Well, each time there's a heartbeat, he flops on the ground like a dead fish or like a guy humping a, a humping corpse the for the first time ever. So Terry, so Terry Funk. Yeah. Got it. Terry Funk. Just like, and, and then on the third one, he just jumps up, no sells it, pulls Roman back in, the music and the fog are still going. He's going to go to the top. Uh, yeah, he kicks Roman through the table. Yes. Yeah. And then he puts him in. He's going to do the coup de grace, the two feats to the belly welly. Yep. He's going to win it. So he goes up there. The music's playing. The lights are down. The fog's on. He's standing on the top rope. And? And the top rope snaps, and he falls down. And Roman spears him and pins him and wins. Yep. Apparently, we're supposed to believe that the top rope couldn't withstand the awesome weight of all 195 pounds of Finn Balor. That's his dicks. It must have been his massive dong yep. weight. That, but And then they show the replay from the side that doesn't have the smoke on it. Good God. Where he literally he has to stand there and wait for it to just fall. I wouldn't take that fucking bump for that nothing. That was the worst bump of the night. Because you don't know how it's going to break. Nope. Because all the ropes fall. So he's on it and it just and they just let have it fall straight down. And he is just on top waiting and waiting for it to just go. All right, let's go. And then he just eats it and then he has to sell the leg injury and then he gets up into a spear. And that's the how they fuck? beat. But they, they did that finish to, quote, unquote, protect the demon, since that character has never been pinned. You would have been better off just having Roman clean him, pin, pin, pin him clean. This was everything I hate about WWE. And from what I understand in the back, Finn Balor was uh, not happy and- with that ending. <laughs> They had they had an opportunity here to flip something on themselves. So, like, if Roman had pinned the demon clean, fine. Then Finn Balor comes out and says, you can beat the Fiend. You can beat a demon. You can't beat Finn Balor, the best wrestler in the world. Right? You flip just, the script you on You flip it. it on him. And then it's fine. It makes all more sense. Then it doesn't matter that he beat the, it doesn't matter that he beat the demon at all. Well, they, he did beat Finn at the... doesn't matter. Yeah. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. He had the Usos do all that work. Yeah, if you know they do, I mean? yeah. 
So they're still not. Here's what I wrote. What's I went, the final verdict? I went dun, three dun. and a quarter. I said I was enjoying the hell out of this match until the ridiculous bullshit sports entertainment finish. Fuck this company. Final verdict. In ring, this company still has it. They house an all-star team. Unfortunately, they have a group of rabid rhesus monkeys overseeing the creative. <laughs> no wonder the tide is turning. It was an inter- That's what I put. How long was the show? Uh, 250. Yeah. Not, yeah. Any, I mean, anything that's not mania needs to be under fucking three. And I, I agree. And I this mean, was Jesus Christ. Six matches, three hours. Even Rumble, now. 245, dog. Just get it and get out. Thank you for that one. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, it was announced that it will be in St. Louis. It's going to be the in the Dome at America Center. Saturday. It's where the Rams used to play. Oh, I know, but. but uh, yeah. Saturday, like the 22nd or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a Saturday again. Saturday Royal <laughs> Rumble, baby. 22nd. Or something yeah. like that. Like, it's that's that, that's that really week. early. Well, playoffs, baby. Yeah, they're a week later now. That's really early. Just, yeah, and it's a Saturday, so that's playoff games. Well, I mean, they have playoff games on Saturdays until like, the championship what Sunday. That's what I'm saying. Is they're, they're going to have they're competition. Going to, they're going a week early, and it's a Saturday, and so there's going to be a to playoff game. Let me double check the Royal Rumble date. No, the date, you're right. Is it is the 22nd. Yeah, look at the NFL playoff schedule. It's just, I'm that's pretty sure they're just going to go up against it, I guess. Good luck. Not winning that rattle because you're not beating NFL playoffs. Give a fuck what you are. You have the ghost of Andre the Giant faced, I don't know, Sean fucking Michaels. It's not going to matter. Uh, oh, it's the 29th. 29th. Makes a little more sense, a little closer. Because yeah. that's the week off. And it, no, it, it, but no, isn't this year that they play a week longer? They do. Isn't the Super Bowl like the middle of February? It's like the second week of February. Which will make the 29th championship um, week, which will be Sunday, though. So they, they wouldn't have come. The, the games NFL will be on playoff Sunday. schedule is AFC uh, January 15th, 16th, 17th. Oh, yeah, there's a Monday night game. Uh, January 22nd, January 23rd. The 30th is the, uh, the championship Sunday. Championship Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's what they're doing on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And then the Super Bowl is the 13th. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, then. It's not Which we thought of a couple of weeks uh, when we brought this up. I know we- they were talking about possibly moving Rumble to the first weekend in February. Yeah. So this is just obviously how they decided to go about it. Mm-hmm. Keep it in January, but move it to Saturday. Because NBC has the Super Bowl this year. That's why. Yeah, because okay, you're moving that shit, by the way. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on Saturday this year. So we have that. But let's move on to the better company, AEW, as we just watched <laughs> Dynamite Grand Slam. First of all, can I just say because I'm watching, we're watching GCW get lost a lot, right here. Yep. And it's Suzuki and Homicide, and, I've, and I'm like, Tony Khan's so keyed in on his booking that even on Rampage, in the Lights Out match with Suzuki Goon against Moxley and Kingston, he has Homicide come in to interfere, help Kingston because one, yeah, it's him and Kingston have that history, but it's feeding into the fact that two days later. These two are wrestling at a show that's not even his. God, he's keyed in at the moment. I don't know how long this can last to be that keyed in. He's got to sleep at some point. Yeah. So on Grand Slam, we're in New York. We're in the Arthur Ashe Stadium. It looked cool as shit. It was such a good look. Where they played the uh, US US Open Open for tennis. First match, Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Which uh, was the right move. It was. You uh, you have to give the crowd what they're there for. You because you plus you have to you have to give them what crowd what they paid for. Mm-hmm. You have to space out everything because it's a four hour taping of a lot of big matches. Yep. 
And if you're the first half hour, you mitigate commercial breaks. Yep. Which is also very important for this match. Which they did because there was only one commercial yep. break, and it was a picture in picture. And it was after, um, <laughs> after um, like, Danielson got thrown into a post. This was a fucking great match. You could tell they were holding back for the inevitable rematch, as they should. You don't need to go balls to the wall in this first one. Yep. It's not the story that needs to be told. And everybody who thinks, oh, you, to do to not go balls out and give everything is a disservice to the paying crowd, no, it's not. You're, you're an actor. In a sense, you're telling a story. The story in this chapter is not to go all the way. It's not the final chapter. It's the beginning one. You have a story to tell. You tell that story. You don't go all out all the fucking time. I was told that this was, I was sent by a good old JR, that this was a, as he put it, the fastest slow-paced match he's ever seen. And we all know they were holding stuff in. This goes 30 minutes on, he, for, for a draw. draw. Even though he was the face and not the heel, I had the sense <coughs> that Danielson was calling most of this. Uh, it would be a smart decision. And another thing that I noticed off the bat, and other people on social media, social security, social media did too, they noticed first match out of the company, first match not as Daniel Bryan in what, 10 years, 11 years? Plus, yeah. And he wrestled like the American Dragon. I have till five. He didn't wrestle as Daniel Bryan at all. Not one bit. He had the American Dragon type about him. He had the I have till five. He did the 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 way he was moving the 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 way he went from move to move. He whipped out cattle mutilation. Um, he was very American Dragon here, and I loved it. I texted Joseph. Um, I gave it three and three quarter stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, not that I hated it. I just like you. They were. I mean, it was clear they were going to hold something back. Yeah. There was. You don't give them Tokyo Dome the first fucking match. No. I will say. Um, I thought Omega would be a little better in his first, like, non-these-are-my-boys match. Mm-hmm. Like, his first, I don't know, quote-unquote, real wrestling match. I thought he'd be a little better, because I've always been of the opinion that I think Omega can do that if he needs to. So I was a, a little disappointed. I think he still can. But I was a little bummed that he didn't show a little more seriousness in the way he, he wrestled. I think... That's because I think that's what that's what Brian was trying to bring out of him on the, when their promo it was like we're not being goofy right now. Like no, we're wrestling. Do you th- want to wrestle me? I think he did. He was kind of in between. He wasn't full on comedy Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and he did get serious. That would have been terrible. That no, if he was bad, it horrible. Wouldn't call. It's not called for. He did get serious. I think the story they were telling, um, and see if you guys picked up on this. I thought the story they were telling, especially towards the end, was that Daniel Brian Danielson talked a lot of shit, said he was the best in the world and ready to wrestle, and for the most part, couldn't keep up with Kenny Omega. This first match. I saw the opposite way. Really? I saw that Kenny couldn't keep up with him. Because he was... Which he, maybe means they told a really good story. Yeah, because Brian was... We saw was, two different stories. I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw Brian being better than... Was it, I, not, I don't mean better. It's mean he couldn't finish him. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega kicked out of all the stuff. He couldn't put him away. And it looked like he was not getting frustrated because Dragon's not going to get frustrated. No. 
But just like, huh, okay, maybe I have to do a little more than I thought. He reverses the one ring aid, yeah. the uh, backwards hurricane. Very Lana. smart to not have either You're one. You're not going to have him hit that yeah, move, no it's chance. smart. Um, but either... <laughs> But uh, but also like not to make it look like Omega was great because he couldn't beat Brian either. Yeah, and so I really like the story that neither one could finish it, but were close, but couldn't quite do it. I get the feeling, and I don't know if the majority of people will like it, especially you. Mm-hmm. But I get the feeling they're going to go longer. I'm okay with that. Well, I think that the idea was 30 minutes. Neither one of us. Oh, I bet you that we get a Broadway. We get an hour match. I wouldn't be surprised if. And hear me out, because Khan's not afraid to do this shit. That's a dynamite. They might do a 60 draw. Hit your first hour dynamite. And then pay per view with a no time limit. Yeah, that's my thing. Have them kind of do a a version of Okada and Omega. Yeah. Keep bumping the time. Yeah. Tell tell that story in America for the guys who don't watch New Japan. Yeah, and that would, Danielson that would can work. fill in. That would work. But I also, I like that plan. I would not do, I wouldn't even have that second match for five months. No, no. I would You do, almost ignore them touching now for the next five months. Like, to me, the, the, the final match is Revolution paper yeah. in February. That's the final, the no time on it. Have them not touch or be, not touch a lot or do much. Have Those singles the, matches for Have sure. the no time limit, have the 60-minute draw be late December, early January. And then build up to revolution as the no time limit. Here you go. One of us is going to be better. Mm. And you can have Danielson win the title there. Yeah. I think that's over a year for Omega. Yep. I think, and I think, uh, I think I just, I, I, like during this match, I was like, well, he has to win the, the title. Yeah. Should they, uh, when, when are you saying they should do the hour? Um, on Dynamite, first hour of a Dynamite. I like Corey's ideas sometime in late December, what, early January. What, do you think? They were, I agree they should do it on Dynamite. What, are, what if they do it on Rampage? It is one hour, but that can get people to watch. Not enough. Yeah, I think for the world title picture with these two, on Dynamite. it's got to be You want to do show. it on Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Um, little nitpicky. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm going to tell uh, Brian Danielson, and I'm going to tell this to every single person in AEW, you're done doing do- between the rope dives. You're done. Only Darby does that because only Darby does it well. That move, <laughs> dance, looks like, look, it looks stupid. He looks like you're gonna kill Darby him or himself. Up. Yeah, nobody else does that move because he he only he's the only one that does it well. Everybody else needs to stop. If, crowd, you, if you're gonna dive, you go over the top. You don't go through the ropes. The crowd was really into the end of it. I uh, shout out to the dude who kept holding up the giant NWO Savage head. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Both shows. Yeah, he, he was there the whole time. Uh, what do you give it? I went four and a quarter. I, I gave it a four. I really liked it. I would never go full because it was obvious they have yes, a lot. This was chapter one of their and story. And I saw a, a fuck ton of fire. I'm like, guys, calm the fuck down. Because I, I got the JR going. He, he understands what they did, but he doesn't like the WWE BS trope of draw out of them. That wasn't a WWF BS trope. I, he doesn't. He, I don't it's know. an old Memphis wrestling trope. That's a, yeah, that's an old NWA trope. The, so I, so I, when they saw the match, like about... When there was 10 minutes left, they, they mentioned time. I was like, okay, they're going to draw. Yeah. As soon as, as, as soon as he uh, yeah. Excalibur mentioned time, I was like, okay. The producer went and draw. I know he, what it is. She's <laughs> like, yeah, they're going to draw. And my, then I'm like, really? And then 20 minutes later, like, yeah, they're kid, done. My kid, no shit. My kid turned to me when it was a minute long and they hadn't touched it. He says, they're going to go to a draw, Dad. And I was like, yep. Yes, they are. Yep. Uh, since I don't listen to him. Hell of a way to shut the fuck start show. 
But what does uh, Hold on, before I forget about okay. my kid, I, I promised him I'd tell you guys this. Uh oh. Watching the show last night, Charlotte does that moonsault attempt, and then the one. Yeah, the helicopter that I said. Yeah. <laughs> That's not quite the comment he had. He yeah. was like, maybe she should try that again and land on her neck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to little database. <laughs> and how old's that yeah. database? He's 12. Okay. He's old enough to know the He's shot turning sucks. into another, like, you know, my sensibility and why we yep. get along so well. He's coming right along. Hell yeah. He's like, oh, she's just laying on her damn neck. Jesus. Like, damn. God damn it. Kid. Um, so that's, that's how you start, uh, that's how you start, uh, dynamite off. Um, we're going to go, uh, I love the fact that Omega is saying, you know, we're not, we're not touching again. We're done. We're done. We're not going to be touching again. Mm-hmm. For a while. For a while. And they should. And let Daniel Bryan be... Or, <coughs> it's going to be hard. Shot! Brian Danielson. Shot. i start calling him Dragon. Dragon. Let's right, so work around his <laughs> fucking Dragon. Let Dragon beat all the men around him. Because... And plenty of time to do it. Punk teased it at his media scrum after All Out. That's what they'll touch again. It'll be Punk and the Dragon versus Omega and somebody. I think... Or Punk, Darby, and Dragon versus Omega and the Bucks. I think that, that they set at, it up... in November would be goddamn phenomenal. I think with the way he was pushing that, I was like, you know what I could see, especially now that they don't have the belts. I could definitely see Punk and Dragon against the Bucks at full yep. <sighs> Have them continue going through... Which is good, because... You get that Dream Tag team out of the way... and. I mean, Punk isn't young. No. You can let Brian yeah. do a lot of the work. Yeah. And you know the Bucks will do their part. Mm-hmm. And it'll look good. Um, there's so many ways they can go in this coming. That's why it's so fun. It's like... Because there's there's multiple ways and neither way is wrong. Right? It's just you just get there in the end. You just... And then whatever path they choose, then you see where the path leads. It used yep. to be foolproof back in the 80s. Like... At the end of WrestleMania three, yeah. that night after the party, Vince and Pat would get together and be like, "What's the main event of Mania 4? And they build backwards. And they would say, "Well, you know, they knew that Hogan was making a movie, mm-hmm. and they said, so, "Well, we're going to do Savage and Blob because they didn't have DiBiase under contract yet. Yeah, but it's going to be a tournament final. And say, "Well, how do we get there? How do we turn Savage? And then they would just go backwards, and that's how they did it. And it's you could still do it that way because a lot of stuff changes." Based on fan response. You know, Jake was never supposed to become a baby yep. face, but the crowd willed it. You have to be able, not because your old grumpy ass old man hates the TV somebody hated him, but you have to be able to switch your booking. Yeah. Don't be afraid to switch it on that night of because of the fact that, you know, look at example, uh, Extreme Rules. Jeff Har- Harvey. Yeah. Hardy. Wow, that's two shots. As, as Matt, how dare you? Like Adam Hello, Mike how Adamley. dare you? I'm drunk. The host of No Cell, <laughs> Joe Adamley. Jesus. <laughs> Jeff Harvey. Um, but look at Hardy, man. You know, he was... Well, monster. When he's that hot, do something about it. Like, maybe not give him the belt that night, but like, like I said, if I'm in the back and I'm running things... Man, Jeff's monster over. Let's move him to SmackDown in the draft. A perfect good damn example. Uh, the year Christian came back in that Money in the Bank match... Had him win. Had him win. That crowd was fucking eating out of his goddamn hand. They were molten for him to win. Just give him the fucking briefcase. Call it call the audible in the match. Yeah. Um, for, so, uh, that was later. a good fucking uh, first 30 minutes, by the way. Yeah. That's how you start good a fucking minutes. show. Yes. yes. Uh, then after that was MGF defeating Pillman. A lot of internet believes that's Pillman's uh, end of being a solo for right now. No, it's not. That's the beginning of his push. He looked good. <coughs> he looked good. MGF he looked good. 
This was well done. Oh, yeah, there was a punk promo in between this, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just have the matches on my... Uh, a punk. Yeah, he's no, already done. I, I don't know. Yeah, him, and, him, good old JR. <laughs> he's right, Shirtle's lost. No, I, I haven't got the wiki wiki up, so... <coughs> um, but the uh, punk and the Team Taz stuff got a little, a little more fun. Uh, MJF back on track, slowly but surely. Pillman getting slow. That's the thing I like about this is WWE brought in all the old names and buried all the young guys. Yep. Here they've brought in all the old names, but they're still building young guys. So yes, they're going to have to lose on time, and so will the old guys. But they didn't just give up on all the young guys and relegate them to fucking superstars. If people think like you have to have a Goldberg record to be over. Like you don't. You, you can don't. lose. It's fine. So look at your Orange uh, Cassidy. The look point your, is uh, to lose Darby and then Allen bounce and back and become better. That's the yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the entire point of it. Uh, it's funny. It's, How many baseball teams had to lose in the LCS for three years in a row before they fucking got there? You know what's funny? It took a wrestling company whose gimmick in part is based on win-loss record yeah. to prove that even with one-loss record, it really doesn't matter if you win or lose. Uh, if you, just if you get over and it's, become someone. It's when you win and how you lose. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't hurt to lose. It, it, it really doesn't. If it's done right. Like if Omega had pinned Brian right there, that would have been a bad loss. Yes. Right? The draw is perfect. That there. would have been bad business. Darby losing to Punk is wonderful. It does nothing but help Darby Allen. It helps your entire product and it built Darby Allen more. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win. There, there are ways how you can book it to have them win or lose and help both men. Brian Cage is going to get himself out of a job. If you go, That's, I'm fine with it. Have you seen that stuff? No, I'm fine with it. His wife is on social media bitching and moaning that he's being misused and doesn't win enough and needs to... Be on TV every week and have a. You should be. Um, what's the word? Good to win enough, though. Is the thing. I mean, he's About okay, that. but you, okay doesn't mean you can, if you're okay, go to the other company. Then yeah, this yeah. is good here. If okay is <laughs> over there. If you want to know about some good booking, go. That's a good point. Go listen to <laughs> our. Okay. Go I listen to the shake weight. Go listen to the pay per view war stories and to the uh, backlash 2000 with the match between the showster and Kurt Angle. It's a good way to lose. Yep, that's perfectly fine, uh, and especially. <laughs> Thank God MJF was the fourth guy on that roster with three initials. He didn't have to do job duty to Paul White on Dark this week. Yeah, <laughs> RSP, VAKR, like VAK, and like something else. Uh, then uh, the returning, returning Cody Rhodes to booze. I mean, not hello over. You know who got more over? When Brandy came out during the entrance, he, that she got a better pop than he did. And that tells you something, because AEW crowds historically have hated Brandy Rhodes. That's the right direction. That's the right mindset yeah. to have. She sucks. Um, they just, I'll be honest, with all the shit that's gone on in AEW, don't need they don't believe, they don't belong there. They, don't. they stick out like sore thumbs. It's like, all you, right. You are, and this is not a compliment, you are the Miz and Maurice. You know what they are? Hear me out. In a not fun way. They're, they're the Cardona to GCW of, he's there. Oh, but he sticks out in a good way. But he but sticks he, out in a good way. It's over. It's the but proper stick, healing. But the thing is, I was just saying, but he, stick, he sticks out in the good way. They don't now. It's the road dog in Attitude Era. Yeah, it's road dog yeah. in X-Pac in 2000. Yeah. Like, what the it's fuck like, are you doing? It's the outlaws in 2011. <laughs> and he's got no one to blame but himself. Nope. Because he fucking, no, 13. he fucking goes in, squashes somebody. Yep. Leaves for three months. Comes back, inevitably squashes somebody. Leaves for three months. I mean, Does, he's got that Hollywood Hogan schedule down to a T. So, putting the weight belt. 
Yeah. Including the rape belt. Uh, so he's taking on Malachi Black the entire time. We're like... I was expecting a This job. is Cody's... Uh, 100%. This is Cody's... Uh, mm. He's getting it back. So Cody's getting it back. Joe and I avoided spoilers. Yep. So we watched it you know, live for us. Yeah. So I sent him my guesses before the show. It was... Um, Cody wins, MJF wins, FTR wins, and Ruby wins. Those were my guesses. Before the show. And... Freaking first, Arn falls off the apron. I speaking of someone who needs to stop being on TV. Arn falls just because he slips off. Just be an agent. Just and stop. then uh, Malachi Black spits black mist into his eyes. Uh, well, he Asian spit it at his chest. Uh, he didn't hit his eyes. Yeah. He got some on. Because Cody probably was like, "You're not hitting my eyes." I'm sure he was told that. I've yeah. got you know Hollywood shit to do. You're not spit, hitting my face. Spit in my spit here, and I'll rub it on my face. Whoa. And, uh, <laughs> whoa. I've seen videos like that. <laughs> and, um, Malachi Black gets the win. Cheating. I will say this. I'm, I'm glad he won. Thank Christ. Because I have been adamant about this. Even with Dragon and Punk and Adam Cole showing up, they're all going to be famous and they're all going to get theirs. But they have a chance to legitimately build this guy to a main event, dude, to be with them. Yeah. And they need a, they don't need a Cody squash to do no. it. This guy, he's got momentum. He's got that cool-ass entrance. The crowd in AEW digs him. He's been built as dominant. Keep it going and see what you can get out of this guy. You know how you do that? Get him the fuck away from the Rhodes family. Yes. Get the fuck away from that entire family. Get away from the Nightmare Collective family. Jesus Christ. Just do do it. It's because, like... So I was shocking. <coughs> he's, not really heel, he's not really a face. No. So I'm just I'm trying to figure out where you can go with him. I was pleasantly surprised, though. Yeah. How was the match, course? Two and a half? Mr. Two and a half himself? Yeah, he's back to two and a half. Yes, two is. and a half. There it is. He just needs to fucking... Go be a TV star. Leave us yeah, fuck alone. Go be and go run for Congress or whatever the fuck you wanted to do. What is it that... You got You got the spawn of, Co- of Dusty Rhodes. And you got the spawn of Ric Flair and Charlotte. And they both... And trust, Dusty was not afraid to use political clout to win. Yeah. <coughs> but yet, both, both children seem to have... Oh, my God. Both children seem to have learned from Hulk Hogan instead of their old father. I just thought of something. Brother. Because they're essentially the same age. Can you imagine if that power couple had gotten together? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My God. Can, I, can I take this moment, <laughs> though, to tell my favorite Dusty Rhodes story that I heard this week? I got one, too. What's oh, it's it the same one. Go ahead. You go ahead. It's probably the same one. Yeah, probably is. Is it about Cody in high school? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, yes, and the uh, I have another one. Okay. Go ahead. I got the other one. So Dusty Rhodes once commented to someone's like, I don't have hardly any of my wrestling collectibles anymore. I had it all in the, in the basement. Mm. And then one day I was at an autograph signing, and I noticed somebody handed me one of my red boots to sign. He's like, Hey, that's my red boot. Where the hell did you get my red boot? But I signed it. And then somebody brought the old Mid-Atlantic TV title. And I was like, where the hell? That's in my basement. And he's like, and he went down to the basement and realized half his shit was gone. And noticed that Cody always had $25, $3,000 in his pocket. Yep. And at first he was like, you doing drugs? You dealing drugs? No. Cody wanted a truck, so he was just selling off dusty shit piece by piece. God damn it. <laughs> Without telling him. Jesus. 
I'd be pissed. The other story was uh, that came out was you're talking to my friend Ming real quick. <laughs> you're right. The other story was Bray Wyatt um, had jury duty and he was doing the uh, beginning the Bray Wyatt character and he told Dusty and Dusty's like, "Yeah, you're gonna go to jury duty as Bray Wyatt. Yeah, go and character. character. <laughs> he did to break to break the ice <laughs> on that character. He's like, I don't want to do the jury duty. I'm supposed to be doing this. What if I what if I get picked? He's like. Go in character, kid. Go in character. They're not picking. They're not picking. Yeah. So he, he holds did. up a lantern. Yeah. I'm here. Um, God Almighty. Just to uh, let inform people. Yeah. The Lashley, uh, Biggie match happened. Don't worry, it is over because the Hurt Business return reunites, and the New Day comes down, and it's a big ends a big brawl to stop the is match. Is it the original Hurt Business? It is. It is. Uh, Cedric and uh, Shelton. Well, I'm so glad they broke that team apart eight months ago for them to do so nothing. It, to come and, back and Adam Pierce is out right now, so it looks like players are having a six-man tag. Goddamn. Yeah, we're going to give you a world title match. Just kidding. It's a six-man tag. Bait and switch. We don't do that here. Um, damn. That place sucks. Or it looks like he's kicking them all out and the match is going to continue. Back to Grand Slam. Back to Grand yeah, Slam. back to the important show. Uh, <laughs> Sting and Darby Allen defeat FTR, and uh, FTR's... Fantastic gear yeah. of being the NWO. NWO but it was NWO 2002, if you noticed. Yeah. It was the ones that Scott Hall wore where the logo was kind of... I'm the only fucker in the world who's going to notice this detail. Diagonal. But it's like at a diagonal. Yeah. And it's, I was like... Oh. <coughs> After the two weeks of the Midnight Express gear, I was like, oh, this is I am feek. shocked they lost. Right? I thought for sure FTR would win. How good... And I get it. He hardly ever has to really work. But how good does Sting look? When he wrestles, he looked good here. He did. The he cross body, well, you know, he is four years younger than Jake Roberts. He so. doesn't have to do much, and I get it. He didn't wrestle forever, and he's barely, you know, he doesn't sound like he's doing 20 minutes. Solo but matches. I mean, like, once he became the Crows thing in 97, like, he didn't do much. He yeah, did I mean, punches, his, kicks, and splashes. Yeah, his offense was cut. You know off. what I mean? And he so. already had a limited one at bat. So he's just, he's just doing this. But he looked good. And he, you know what? Good on him. It's not embarrassing. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, the last couple of years for Taker was embarrassing. This has been fine for him. Last time. Uh, Lashley and Biggie were now take later on tonight in a cage match. Whatever. Uh, no bait and switch. The main event for Dynamite was Britt Baker defeating uh, Ruby Soho for the title. And <sighs> by God. I feel they made the wrong choice. I do too. And I love Britt. I think Ruby should have won. I think Soho... I don't. It's that one thing of like they brought her back and that that good feel thing, and I, then it's just like you you can't have Brit lose. It doesn't hurt Brit to lose. It wouldn't have hurt her at, at all. I think they have Ruby Soho penciled in for the TBS championship. Yeah, is what I think. Because they're they're doing a TBS title, a secondary one for the women, just like the TNT ones for the men. Which real quick before we get to Rampage, on here we should talk about the fact that TNT set up. Pulled a hole. Never mind. We're keeping Rampage. You can have oh, Dynamite, yeah. but uh, we want some of that pie, too. Yeah. That's a smart call. Yeah. So, Wednesday night, uh, real fucking good two hours. It was. Uh, Friday was not as good. It wasn't bad, but it was not as good. I'll be honest. I didn't watch it. I just I kept up with it on Twitter and yeah. saw some highlights. I didn't watch it live. So since they did tape it back to back, so Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs was the first match. Uh, so real quick though, 
Uh, I mean, you could find it if you wanted, but I did not see a shit on people spoiling it. Yeah, there was no... I mean, you could find it if you wanted to, but... I, here's the thing. The fans do a really good job about that. Yeah. The AEW fan base... Like, Meltzer's a shit's gonna have it, but whatever. But even he doesn't spill it out online. Like, he... I, uh, Sean Rassap, he goes, if you want to know, you gotta pay his Yeah, he'll first... post it in his Patreon. But if you don't want to know, that's, that's the only place you're gonna see it. Um, and the AEW fan base is pretty cool about being like, you know, let's watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like. Yeah. Um, I thought Punk and Powerhouse was a good match. I don't like the trunks. Go back to the pants. Though. He's in trunks. I like baby. the punks. I like the pants. Man. You didn't like CM trunks. So Zen, I think, made a good point. Producer Zen, maybe he's just trying. He's trying both out to see where he likes now, like what he likes his air ring gear to be. But I can get used to the long boys. But I, I will say this pants. looked. I was like, ah, oh, the, the long pants home. feel more like his age. It's because I got to be honest. It's because of the fact that the promo I skipped over is that. If Hobbs and Team Taz want to see old CM Punk one day, they might get him, and then that's why he wore to the trunks. He, um, he so looked, I wonder if this was a one-time thing. He looked fine again, and, and Hobbs held his own. Um, Scary spot when he did the top rope Frankensteiner, and like Punk just went straight down. Yeah, I don't know that Punk should be doing that. It's just, you know, he's gonna be. It's it'll be interesting. I think I'm more concerned about Punk than. Danielson, oh, just because sure. it's been seven years, um, but I think he'll be fine. I think he'll he'll end up being just fine. And just and with the type of talent AEW signs, it's more Brian's, more more Brian Danielson speed. Plus, they're they're gearing towards a Ricky Starks Punk match, For and sure. that'll be fine. Starks isn't going to do anything ultra flashy. That's gonna, he's got a hurt neck himself. Yeah. So, I think that's going to be this a fairly safe spot to put him in, and a good match. Um, I I look forward to the promos because Ricky can talk. So Punk and Starks on the mic with Taz being there. Yeah, with Taz, who to me still may be the most underrated uh, signing in AEW history. I remember when he, he well, I mean, once again, folks, with Taz, <laughs> he came, we're bringing Taz, and we're also going to bring in um, <laughs> all these other people. He came in to to help out on a yeah. show because Jr. Yeah. couldn't be there, and Shivani was there. And then and Excalibur couldn't be there. So it was like, oh, we're going to have Taz here. Yep. And, and it was like from night one, it was like, he's still as good as he always was. And then they put he him was on good dark. at Impact, too, as an, as an announcer. And they put him on Dark with Excalibur. And then they put him on SmackDown with Ex- or, or Dark with Excalibur, and they're fucking fantastic together. And, but, and then Team Taz. But no, I think that's probably the, the best underrated signing mm-hmm. they've had is Taz. Because he's met, I mean... And I love, I love, I never want Hook to wrestle. <laughs> Just ever. ever. Yeah, I don't, you, you won't see it because, but I the do. social media uh, stigma the, around the Hook. Hook like the Hook fans. Oh my God. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's like, and they love the fact that he never wrestles, but it's yeah. like everybody like bust balls. Like, you know, perfect punk uh, opening. He comes out, challenges anybody. <laughs> Hook comes out, chokes him out in 30 seconds. New best in the world. Great idea for Danielson showing up. He comes out and challenges somebody. <laughs> Hook shows him up. Out. <laughs> it's a, and, and plus, for the match on Rampage, though, did you notice in the graphic, they finally had one of graphic of Hook and wrestling gear. Yeah. And the social media crowd lost it. <laughs> Hook's got gear! Yeah. It's like that. Uh, it's like fanfic yeah. for Hook. Yeah. But to the 10th degree that all social media is just like. And people will send some of it to Taz and he'll pop, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> like pop. 
It's like uh, your your local college basketball team, that fucking walk-on senior who never goddamn plays. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, Everybody's the like, four- yeah, put him in. Watch the, him drop 40. The, put him in. The 14th man that gets in the game when it's 100 to 2. Yeah, that's what Hook is for the fan base My of other AW. favorite thing about Hook is dark commentary. Taz will bust on him so much. like, But in a good in a good way, that's like Excalibur. I'm like, that's a hell of a hat you have there, Taz. I'm like, yeah, my son Hook gave it to me. No, I'm just kidding. That son of a bitch never gives anybody anything. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> but yeah, the hook love is there, and I love it. You can't trust that kid as it's far just, as you can throw him. It's just all that fanfic. What the fuck is this? Um, I don't know. Uh, then we had the super click. Oh no! Oh no! It's the super click of uh, Adam oh, Cole. Kiss and a hug. Yeah, the super click comes out. Um, I'm the, sorry, Young Bucks, but uh, that crowd was there for Adam Cole. And if you haven't listened to that Adam Cole Bay Bay spot, find it. Um, uh, it's got to hurt them a little bit, right? It's got to hit them in the old chest a little bit. Them and Kenny. I mean, to those. know that Punk and, and Adam Cole are getting these. Because, I mean, even Daniels is not as big. It's Punk, big, but they're not dude, as big. Punk's was big, but Cole's was bigger. Cole's was bigger. Cole's was bigger on Rampage. Cole's, uh, and it lends this, itself this is to this it. generation's Punk is, yeah. is Adam Cole. You know what I mean? Punk and, is and, the last generation, and his entrance lends itself to the loud yeah. because they're going to want to do the boom and they're going to want to do the baby, but it still counts. Yeah, and, and it's huge. And it, this just re- re- reassures the fact that NXT should have been touring when they could, which. <sighs> When we get that inevitable Punk Adam Cole match, that's gonna be awesome. Oh my god! But yeah, that Adam Cole baby was so fucking loud. I think we're gonna get eventually a, an elite, but it's Omega and the Good Brothers versus the against Super Mount Click. Rushmore Super Click. Yeah, because you know Steen's gonna come in. Yeah, especially now that they're doing it Owen. Oh yeah, uh, what's this nuts? Tito, oh uh, Riddick Moss returned and now teaming with. Happy Corbin to take out Owens. On I, don't, I don't know who Riddick Moss is. Exactly. They're, they're definitely, he's definitely on the way out. I um, saw that. You see that photo? It's the meme of him getting, he got double choke slam on the steel steps on SmackDown. And, and like the quote's like, only a couple more months. Only a couple more months. <laughs> uh, real quickly, uh, before we forget it, no, we'll talk about it later. So go ahead. Okay. After the, 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 the super quick one, yep. Christian, of course, looked great as always. Jungle Boy looked good. Which they announced on uh, upcoming Dynamite, Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. Which is what they've been building towards. Yep. That'll be good. I, That's I, this do, week. Do you think, that'll probably be the first match, but do you think that could be main event? I think it's main event, actually. I, I think, think it could be main event. event. Well, it depends. Depends. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of this show, okay? okay. okay. Remind me, because I have a feeling about this week's Dynamite. Okay. Uh, then the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, with Dan Lambert, take out uh, the inner circle of Hager and Jericho. Dude. And then your boys. Dude, every MMA fucker in the world showed up that's with American Top Team, oh, including Masvidal. And delivered one of the worst knees in the history of um, of television. Well, he's not giving a shit. This is all fucking... It's not his fault. It's Jericho. I'm putting the blame well, on Tyler Jericho. Well, this is I'm, my point. I have no doubt. I have seen Masvidal knock motherfuckers unconscious with that knee. Ben Askren, shouts to you. Jericho is not a little bitch. You can take a better bump than that. You don't have to have him miss by three fucking feet. Or, I don't know, back to AW production, shoot it better. Like, that looks terrible. Maybe he was just really like, I ain't taking that fucking thing from him. The thing is, like, Moswell should be like, 
No, you're taking it. <laughs> Either you're going to work or I'm just kneeing you in the face. Uh, Your choice, was, but you're taking the knee. It was not good. Uh, just, Paige Van Zandt in there throwing some like, shots. Mazen knows how, to, knows how to pull a punch, man. Like, he can do it and make it look really good. You know, the only thing I thought of, didn't you? I hated it. It's going to be Jericho and Masvidal. I've been saying for weeks, like, Masvidal needs to be, like, why is he not doing anything? It's going to be those two. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's full gear. It's not a terrible idea. I don't know. I don't think it does much for Masvidal. But. It doesn't do shit for Masvidal. Um, then why do it? I don't know what, like, Jericho's not going to take, like, I don't, I don't know what the match can be. I mean, they could do Hager at the end of the day if Jericho's The Hager and Masvidal thing makes more sense. Yeah. They could it's be, just I mean, not as sexy. As fuck. It's not as sexy, though. No. Jericho's the name. But Hager's the match. Feels like maybe a tag team. Maybe Jericho and Hager versus Mazadal and. But then how do you not include the men of the year? Six man player. Six man. Who? Sammy? Yeah. yeah. Although he seems to be branching off into his own shit. Tyson? <laughs> Honorary inner circle dude, Mike Tyson? Yeah. Not out of the realm of possibility. Or you could bring in like a Ben Askren. You could bring in one of his little foes. Be interesting. Did you see the Ben Askren quote tweeted that the the clip? He said, "Pay me royalties, bitches, yeah. for being knocked out by yeah. me." And Masvidal's like, "Agreed." <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: if they pull this off and have the match, they've already done a better job of making AEW look more. It's more mainstream, contemporary, yeah, more twenty twenty one than WWE is when it comes to mixed martial arts. Because they're. Pal, found me from way back. I would love Jericho to bring Cornette in. Oof. I would love it so much. But, but like, oh, Omega and Trinity to cut that shit off, and then he no, you just interact with Lambert, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, even yeah, go near anybody else. I know. But and like, so why are you still in my promos there, Lambert? Right. Like, yeah. uh, because you know him and Jericho are boys from way back. Although so. lately, there's been some yeah. heat. Well, heat. you know, don't like Trump and Jericho. Jericho, Jericho, Omega himself, Jericho. But it it amazes me how WWE has never figured out how to incorporate themselves to at least look the same era as MMA. Uh, They don't look at the same era. They look like they're... Because they brought in Cain Velasquez, who, (laughs) you know, know, was uh, past it. Hey, our favorite—I uh, know Corey's favorite—is uh, Impact when they brought in uh, Tito Ortiz. Uh, to Tito the, Ortiz and Rampage Jackson to the dud. Oh my God! It, oh, it's just him. Of course. This and, is the, and and the main event for Ram, uh, Rampage was the Lucha Brothers and Santana and Ortiz defeating. Oh, in all fairness, you forgot Anna Jay and uh, oh, oh Bunny, yeah. I think. Or no, was it? That's for that's after. Um, according to the Wikipedia, that's after. That's after the main event. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I according to the uh, say that again. Well, Wikipedia is wrong. <laughs> so yeah. Wikipedia, so Wikipedia eleventh match on the Wikipedia was the men of the year. Twelfth match is the Lucha uh, Brothers and Santana Ortiz defeating oh, yeah, so the, the, uh, the, the Hardy family office, and then afterwards for I thought you said main event, so I was getting confused. I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, no. They defeated them, and then it was P- Penelope Ford defeating Anna Jay, and then the main event was the lights out match of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Versus uh, defeating Suzuki Goon members, Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer. And that is why Eddie Kingston could not make it to Defy. He got injured. He got injured. So that's why they so sent... That's a Defy zone, John Moxley, by the way. Yeah, Jeff, John Moxley. I mean, that's a pretty badass replacement. It's not bad. I mean, that's going above and beyond. That's not bad. Yeah. 
We can't give you Kingston. Here's Moxley. It's an upgrade, to be honest. It is. That's what you I'm know, saying. It's, it's an upgrade. I mean, I'd love to see either one of them. I, I get. I, according to the Instagram photos from Renee, they both went. So, yeah. uh, like, how is Cardona not hitting every goddamn indie and just soaking in nuclear heat everywhere he goes? I, that's a good question because I, I just I wearing him, fuck Nick Gage. Like I told them just, before you got oh here, my God. he was on the GCW show, <coughs> and I was asking why can't because he was killing it. He had red hot nuclear heat. He was cutting a good promo. He's awesome. At, I was like, why can't any of that be on Impact? He is bland as toast on Impact. Just fucking the blandest motherfucker you've ever met. Just let him be him, man. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's a good show. Yeah. Overall. Overall. And good they show. killed it again. Uh, did you hear about people? Did you hear about December in uh, Long Island? Long Island? No. Uh, Raw's there the week before Dynamite. I did hear that. And AEW's. You sent the text, uh, Joe. Oh, yeah. I saw okay. them I two to one so far. Yeah. yeah. You sent the seating chart. It's the same week and. Mm. Two to one. Two that to hurts. one. That hurts bad. I think you can officially say that AEW's. New York is AEW town, like Chicago. If you well, if of you, the two companies, which one has been MSG real recently? If you lose, if you lose, Dirty Chicago what? and New York in the same year, yeah, that's rough. It's getting there. That's rough. And that's not to say you can't run them, but they're not your town anymore. They're not your town. They're AEW towns. They're you're going to see way more AEW shirts than your WWE shirts. Yep. It's that like if you I haven't watched it yet, but the being the elite, they have footage of uh, from the. Uh, Danielson and Omega match and they have like them caught that it's them in the ring too with the footage right full full throughout while yeah. WWE it's this size production crew were filled they, in this they side sold more tickets I do wish that both companies and this is and this is not just wrestling this is entertainment as a whole would get away from the colored lights on the fans I hate it it's terrible just show the fans just fucking show the fans the I fun- miss those days boxing does it USC yeah. does it. Uh, it certain sucks. basketball games will do it at times before they're. Yeah. Like the Lakers have stage lighting, so it's nice that they, they darken the crowd and light the court up. It yeah. actually looks cool. NXT used to do it for the main event. Yeah. But it's like. It sucks. And it's, WWE, it's distracting. WWE has been worse. doing it for 15 years now. It's terrible. And it's and AEW does it. It's like, come on, let's just show the fucking fans. That's what we want to see. WWE does it worse because at, uh, like at the big shows, the Royal Rumble and stuff. Be red and blue all over the place, and like the lights will be blinding See? people. There it is. Oh yeah, I've stared at those fucking spotlights. They yeah. suck. But another thing that AEW is doing fantastic. Oh yeah, they announced last week the Owen Cup. The Owen Hart <coughs> Foundation and AEW will be working together, mm-hmm. and they will be doing an Owen Cup. Um, and I told Joe this. I think Brian Pillman Jr. wins that cup. I would say if, if if they do it before Kevin Steen signs, then it's a guaranteed lock. Brian Pillman Jr. probably wins. But if Kevin Steen signs. If the finals are Brian Pillman Jr. and Kevin Steen. It could be Steen that takes in that thing. Calgary, ideally. Yeah, if they go to Canada, if they can get into Canada. Right? You, you have. Um, you know, the worst kept secret in the world is that they're going to do a UK uh, major show. Not, not a. Not a tiny little arena, but a major like, like O2 dome, arena, like O2 or something like that. Yeah. Wembley, uh, Wembley O2. They've been talking about Wembley's the, big. What's the team they own? Markham or whatever? Uh, Man- Manchester? Man- no, they don't own. No, Manchester. they own well, there's Markham, two. There's Fulham, City. Or Fulham, Fulham, yeah. Fulham. 
They've been talking about maybe that stadium since they, you know. That's, that's a lot of people. But they probably that's get a it. Lot of they people. probably get it. Yeah. But I mean, it's their stadium, so it's be one, like, I guess I guess. Uh, but I, I don't know. The, but, the, but the worst kept secret is they will, in fact, be doing. You know what the way to do that? What? Sneakily. Uh, you have it uh, the same weekend or even the same day, maybe, as a Fulham game. Could be. What I would do is go to Wembley. <laughs> it's almost SummerSlam 92, baby. Go for broke. Go to Wembley. Play your chances. Uh, don't just go over for anything. Uh, go for you know a couple what? weeks. No, if they won't go over for a major pay-per-view, do double or nothing from Wembley. Give, give the Show d- the UK that you'll give them what WWE refuses to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you can put it on uh, at like... Uh, 11 a.m., so 2 p.m. East Coast time, and it'd be prime time in London. Yeah. It That's exactly yeah. what they do with Anthony Joshua fights. It's yep. perfect. So do that. Yeah, I would say May, end of May, that's perfect. Do double or nothing. From instead of Vegas, go to fucking Wembley. Shoot your shot. That'd be sick. Maybe you don't sell it out. Maybe you do 50,000. That's still 50,000. Still 50,000 fucking people. So you know what? Fucking do it. Just do it. And it won't surprise me that they will. They yeah. won't. They, like, it, will, it won't surprise me that they will. Um, Another cool thing about the Owen Hart thing is that he will be in their video game. Yeah. Video game, action figures, in their action figure line. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, you will be able to play Owen Hart in the video game. Uh, they're I, they, talking they, possibly they, different eras of Owen Hart. If they can get high energy. Yeah. I mean, they were talking Stampede. They were talking Stampede, <coughs> Japan, and if uh, definitely a King of Hearts style Owen Hart yeah. uh, in there. Damn. Also, guess what? This is the part I thought would make you laugh. So uh, not everybody in the family knew about it. Uh, th- in Calgary, this local newspaper was interviewing Ross and Bruce Hart. Uh-oh. They didn't know about it, but they both thought it was cool. And maybe it won't shock you to know that uh, immediately Bruce offered his, uh, his uh, participation in any such events and possibly coming to work to AEW to help them coordinate such a cup if it were to transpire. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all right. Our boy Bruce <laughs> is still making Bruce moves, <laughs> baby. We're all right. That is amazing. Never got got Julian. Joe's gonna pop for that one. Oh, that is fucking amazing. That fucking Bruce. I just love the fact that he finds out about it within (laughs) ten seconds. You know, if you need somebody to. uh... And that family is what you would call fractured. (laughs) Yes. God damn it! That is. Brett know about it? I would assume so. He's fine, right? I I would assume they might. He's already been there to uh, unveil their world title. So yeah. What if Owen Hart's the first inducting the AEW Hall of Fame? I thought about that. I honestly thought about that. Triple <laughs> H has another heart attack. Oh my god, sir! It's a cardiac event oh, at a local medical facility. That's fine. I'm sorry, sir. I don't find me. How amazing I, would that be, dude? I honestly thought about that when the announcement came. And like uh, maybe oh like three god. hours later, I'm like, if AEW goes long, <laughs> if they do a Hall of Fame, like, oh, Owen so would go first in. of all, if. There Wait. will be an AEW. <laughs> yeah. Do not get it twisted. Owen would be the first one to go in. How great would that be? <laughs> Suck it, Vince. I know he wasn't here, but he would appreciate all the talent that's here. Oh, no, because here. Tony Khan would be like, our Hall of Fame is going to honor those who deserve to be memorialized forever, yep. whether they've worked for us or not. Yep. He puts in Vince. Yeah, Vince McMahon, Owen Hart, his <laughs> first two people. <laughs> Good God. Vince McMahon, Owen Hart, Triple H, Hulk Hogan. Well, no, fuck that. <laughs> no, no brother, not that one. Brother. Dude. Um, so that's that's fucking cool though, man. Yeah, I mean, 
Martha has always said it's just that fucking company. Yeah, she's, she's fine with everything else. She doesn't have a problem with wrestling. In fact, uh, one he's, of in, my, he's in the uh, the Cauliflower Club, right? He's in the Cauliflower one. He's yeah. in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. My favorite part of the Dark Side of the Ring episode on him was actually seeing her kind of light up talking about the wrestling memories when they would travel to Japan together. And she's like, I loved his matches with Tenru and Kasaki. And, and just like, damn, I, like, I, what I, the, the fuck? It's just that fucking company. The rib he'd do in Japan to her, like them walking and he would speed up, uh, speed up and just yell, quit following me. <laughs> you, um, but The world didn't deserve Owen Hart and that's why we didn't have him anymore. Yeah. That's cool for them, man. Um, Let's just uh, dark side or draft. Let's do. Let's do dark side first. Yeah. Dark side. Just so, a couple weeks, guys. Who so, better than Canyon? Not Ric Flair. Not John Cena. So these past Ooh. couple weeks, I haven't watched the most recent, but I'm going to. Like, it's good. Uh, James Vandenberg, J- James Mitchell steals it. As it's it, so good. As it's the past two episodes of Dark Side of the Ring has been the uh, plane ride from hell. And Canyon. I'm confused. Yep. The plane ride from hell. All that shit has been known for 20 years. It's different culture now. It's in the middle of a Me Too era. Yeah, I guess I'm just like, why? I mean, the shit about Cosby was known forever. Yeah. The shit about, um... Now, that's in no way What the fuck is his name? God damn it. Uh... The other I, comic. I, I, Epstein? Oh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Was known for fucking... There's comics who had jokes on stage about it. So in no way am I condoning any said behavior. But why get all, like, righteous about it now when it's not like it was not known? It was widely known for 20 years. Again, just it's Me Too era. <sighs> I hate that part of it. Ah. Like, I've been out on Flair since 2000, so I'm cool with it. But, yeah, Flair was Ooh, not Tom the... Tom Dreamer. <sighs> Yeah, Tommy. Maybe social media, Tommy. Maybe don't uh, talk ever. Tommy has already been suspended by fucking Impact. And oh, he's he's going to get dropped. They're going to rip that contract off. And he's been suspended on his uh, radio show. Busted open. Busted, Busted open. open. Yep. Yeah, but Bubba Ray Dudley is the moral compass of that show. Yeah. Jesus. Not not Christ. a good not a good week for them. <laughs> uh, and then so Joe, did you hear about the story that came out about the, the flight attendant? Oh, Jim Cornette. <laughs> did you hear oh, about this? About how she's a uh, <laughs> she stole she eighty thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, and I like how Jim Cornette's like they can be mutually yeah. exclusive. She could still be a no good piece of shit for that, but still have gone through the sexual harassment. Oh that she my during. god, dude! It's like. Both things can happen. It doesn't uh, disqualify one or the it other. It blew my mind because I, I know the wrestling w- t- w- had to find it. You know, the Twitter and like, <laughs> we have to find dirt on her to, for sure, to to save the good gracious of Ric Flair. Oh please, fuck that. Right. Um. I mean, I guess that probably at least the very least delays his AEW involvement. I would suspect. I right? would suspect if not in Raw, I would suspect it out out. And like to be honest, they didn't need him. It was pointless to bring him in anyways. To honestly, but at the same time, hmm, this is where I'm torn. It'll definitely slow it down. Yeah. I don't know if it should automatically stop it because it was something that happened 20 years ago before your company even existed, and I just don't think when it comes to things like employment, yeah, you can be judge and jury of something that happened. Two decades ago, whether he earned deserves the right to make a living now in your company, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you have to like you yeah. theoretically pay the price? I mm-hmm. can go back to Vince. 
Vince doesn't care about that shit, so clearly. Vince well, Vince was there somehow, right? See, that's the th- okay, so here's the problem. This there's was a good m- episode, but I had a huge problem with it because it's been known for twenty years. Vince and Linda were not on the plane. Everybody says they were. Everybody every no, interview said they were. So then because here here's like the Apparently uh, there's multiple of these. The, there's yeah, multiple there's, plane rides. Because from hell. here's like the yeah. fun stuff. So you have that story going on for with Dark Side. And then if you go back to the Stone Cold Broken Skull with Taker, they pull up that same fucking story of the plane ride from hell and about how Angle and Vince were getting into it. And then the same thing, yeah. And then, uh, then uh, Taker wakes up and puts Angle in a sleeper hold and passes him out. And then there's an entire Says book. Taker. There's an entire book written about it with Vince nowhere to, on the plane. JR was left in charge. But and that also dro- could just be Vince's Lord's like, yeah, you can take that out of the book, though. You need to Could be. Have I mean, you know how it is. Vince's name not so, in that book. So, like, there is the plane ride from hell that again. everybody knows all the stories about. But then there's also which ones are true and which ones are not because of the fact of Vince was on the plane. Vince is not on the plane. Linda's on the plane. She's not on the plane. Here's my thing about it. All in all, through all of it, I look at it as bad week for Flair. Yep. Not so bad for Cena. I don't understand the Cena. I've seen it. Yeah. For, so then, once this plane ride from the hell Canyon happened, thing is all Cena, and then Canyon became, uh oh, well, another bad week for Flair. Not really. Not when you watch it. Not really. He does the same thing Cena does. They go on Stern and say Canyon wasn't good enough to to work there. That's literally it. I uh, so I have not watched the Canyon one, and I won't. Uh, for this reason, not that I don't think it, I've actually heard it's a very, very good episode. It is. So I've gotten to the point now with these, where like I enjoy like the Herb Abram ones, one the ones that are just and like Nick Gage, and I'm gonna watch the fuck out of the XPW one, like the ones that are just batshit crazy, right? So this week's FMW one for sure. I'm watching the fuck out of that. Oh no, he's taking on Bearcat. The and we've talked about it on the Monday Night War stories. Like Canyon is so underappreciated. For how good that he was, and I just I don't want to just watch something and be that depressed. I just watching you. what a yeah. what a waste of a life that was, mm, and just like watching the absolute unnecessary hardships he had to go through just because of who he was. That sucks, and I just I I don't want to remember him that way. Basically, don't grow up in New York as a Catholic and be gay, right? I. Uh, Man, Canyon is the shit, man, and I just, I can't bring myself to watch it. There was one part about it I liked, and I think if he would have lived, this could have been a money gimmick on the indies for him to do. Brian Cage was, is a kind of a protege yeah. of Keith Lee, or Keith Lee, because he's on the screen, but of Canyon. Oh, that's Bearcat to you, dude. But he comes in, he comes into Brian Cage's tiny little indie, and he's the biggest star there because he's been on TV. And he he insists on putting Cage over. Cage is like, "Well, dude, you're gonna win." It was like his hometown. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, you're. I'm putting you over. It's your company. You're everything." But after the match, because you know who better than Canyon? He hands Cage his belt and says, "For one day, you were better than Canyon. You could have gone from territory yep. to territory doing that like, spiel at the end of the match, telling the, the hometown guy he's better than Canyon." Canyon. Is what the Young Bucks think they are. And they were a big part of that show. Because they were also protégés of him. He is... He was so athletic. But big as fuck. So... 6'5", 6'6", 240. Rewatching the Monday Night War stories. That dude was doing moves that I'm like... 
Oh, yeah, excuse no. me. He he is absolutely like, people like the Bucks and Omega, and they might need to study his matches. Oh, that's uh, the work you do. The Bucks were on that show a lot. You don't uh, do they, nine thousand super kicks. You do the shit he did. They hung around with him when they first got in the business. They met he they. Uh, Matt Jackson tells a story of one time he was about to get in the shower and he got a phone call from Canyon and he picked up because he never he never left Canyon dry. And Canyon was having one of those bouts and said he was going to kill himself. And they prayed together on the phone. It took 45 minutes. He calmed him down. But, yeah, they were close. And he, they love Canyon. And you, you can tell there's a lot of moves that they do. And Kay, you can watch a Kay, Brian Cage match and pretty much see a Canyon match from Thunder. Um He's the one that strikes you the most. It's like, wow, he was really a Canyon fan. Um, no, he was one of, with Jeff Hardy yeah, uh, and Rob Van Dam. I would say they're like so the three. They were the three maybe most influential on the generation that's passed, come past. The head, the Young Bucks, the Cages, the Omegas, the... Yeah, because you grew up on that shit. And he was good. And... Man, he's ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. He would be raking it in so much now. Oh my god! Like another thing is like not even just with his moveset, but just like his lifestyle. Right? He was ten years too early. Yeah, he'd been we, ten we, years fucking later. Which man. we talked about on the Monday Night War stories about. God that. damn it! He was like, been... there are pockets of fans, but fuck those people. Most people don't give a fuck if you're gay. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Can you can you go on the ring? Do you have mic skills? Then you're fucking our dude. That's all I we will, care about. I will say he was right. In 95, 96, you could not come out. No. Which is sad. By 2005, 2006, you Maybe. could. But it was still... And that's around the time he did. And it was... By that time, it's weird. Most places would have been like... Eh. Like, the locker room would have been yeah. a nightmare. Uh, by 2010 or 11, it would have been, oh, no big deal. Like, cool. Okay. So we're going to get food or? Yeah. Like, so, what are you... so that's, and that's, that's the reason, honestly, like the dark ones like this. Like, I just, I can't watch them anymore, man. I it's can't. a weakness of me. I, I, I'm drawn to that's, the dark. Like, while well, I knew most of the, that's the best part of the reason I didn't watch the Jake one or the Grizzly Smith one. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just like I still can't, the most fucked up. It is. I can't so do that, man. Next this upcoming week's oh, it's, uh, this one, however, FMW, Onita San. Onita San. holy shit! I will watch the fuck out of this. Deathmatch, baby. This Dude, is gonna be fucking this insane. Is be fun, fun with a capital fun. That's, that's, I hope so. Oh my god! And then XPW at the end. <sighs> that one's gonna be fucked. Up. Oh that, my the only, god! The only one that has a chance of rivaling Grizzly Smith in terms of the what the fuck. Is XPW. Yeah. That thing will get... You might need to take a, a shower after that one. Like, I feel dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this Friday, WWE is doing a draft as it's going to go from Friday and to Monday. I hate the way they do it these days. Right. Where they do a complete one over and over again. How about just do the draft lottery where you each get six new people? And then, you know, use your creative team of rhesus monkeys... Uh, take them off the cocaine and heroin for a couple of days and find ways to utilize send I can't believe I'm saying this Bearcat Lee to Smackdown I'd love to see him and Roman go at it but you know they're just gonna switch fucking mid-level champions and just it's always the same shit it's garbage it's not a real draft I can't believe they Vince is that the most up-to-date Vince's on African-American gimmicks Bearcat right yep 60s California champion I'm I'm surprised he's not Bobo Lee or Keith Brazil Monday 
Um, so who do you guys think would be getting the move? We think, depending on Drew. the outcome of the uh, Bobby Biggie situation, you know, you know who's had enough of the draft? Dolph Ziggler. I saw him draft today. Yeah, he tweeted. He's like, "This is a serious tweet." Attention, all comedy store like bookers. Until I can get heads or tails on this draft thing or where I'm going, I won't be able to book any comedy shows. Until further notice. I should be able to book uh, after next Monday, I'll know. Like, just let the guy know so he can do his other shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, so that we have that. I think Drew's going for sure. Once he lost the title, they haven't done anything with him. It's like, oh, he's a, going he's like a Drew Roman playing a star. Drew's going over to uh, SmackDown. We, uh, well, I guess the question is who does SmackDown want? <laughs> who does Fox want? Who does Fox yeah. want? Fox probably wants the probably gonna get Drew, one hundred percent Drew. They don't want to lose Roman. No, uh, they're not losing Roman. Does Big E go over? No, Big E stays on SmackDown. I think he keeps the title. Oh, he'll be on Raw. He's Raw. So he's on Raw. He's he's Raw. Raw. He's yeah. So that's the way they get him over without a so, draft. Yeah. Then you probably get Montez forward to Raw. Then do you bring the New Day? I you think you stick? have to keep Montez on SmackDown. Because I think the New Day are staying on Raw. And you put uh, Dawkins on Raw? Yeah. You know what I mean? To be on main event. Just, because wherever wherever um, Ford goes, Bianca goes. See, I think they can get away from that. You're all, I'm all, I don't know, because they are doing house shows again. Yeah. And they So they try to keep the married couples together. I mean, I think it's fine if you do. It's, I think it's a good, I think it's the right move. God forbid you could give them hell sure. I'm talking about these keep them fucking together. They can yeah. sleep with their wife in their fucking hotel room. I mean, I'd rather be with my wife if I'm traveling. Right. If we're both at the same job. Like, um, I kind of think he goes to Raw then, because I kind of think Bianca's going to Raw. I think you've done all you can. She won the Rumble, main event and Mania. She destroyed with, everybody. Feuded with Bailey, Sasha, and Becky. What else is there for her to do on SmackDown? Nothing. Nothing. She feud with Charlotte. So I think she's going to feud with Charlotte and be and put over Charlotte. Yep. You know what I think is going to happen? Yep. I think uh, Becky or Sasha might also go to Raw too. I don't. I think Bailey does. Well, she's injured. They usually don't like to do no. the injured ones. So that has to be Sasha because because yeah. it's that thing of if Becky goes, Seth goes. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna do on SmackDown? So then, yeah, Seth and if, uh, Ra- if Roman's gonna be the top dog as a heel, there's nothing for Seth to do on SmackDown. So Seth goes to Raw again. So he might as well go to Raw. So Becky, so Messiah, baby. Becky and so, so I think they're gonna lose Becky on SmackDown. That's what you're telling me. I think Becky... I the plan was always to have her on Raw. So Becky Jeez. and Seth go to Raw. Does Sasha then stay? I have a bad feeling Charlotte's going to SmackDown. So then they, you switch Sasha for uh, Charlotte. That's, that's always been my assumption. So if tonight's open challenge between Charlotte and whoever, Charlotte loses the title. Tonight. Knowing... Knowing her luck, uh, if Charlotte is drafted to SmackDown, she so win this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fight forever, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't want job fight. forever. Job forever. Um, yeah, because you have you have Rhea and Nikki Cross as champs, so they can go to any show they want because they're the tag champs. At the so. end of the day, I don't care who goes where. Yeah, I actually think this is a pretty good feud that could draw for a while. So I would keep all six of these guys on Raw. The uh, Hurt Business now. Yeah. And, New, uh, Day, New Day, Hurt Business. If you have them a little more serious, God forbid New Day be serious. Um, God forbid. I think that I could actually be, be interesting. So, Corey, 
Yeah. I brought this up earlier, earlier show. We'll bring it up now. We talked about Dynamite this upcoming week. Oh, yeah. Well, and the, here's the thing. They're in Rochester, New York. Yes, they are. I don't know if that means anything to you, but that's the home of Brody Lee. And they've been doing the Dark Order, Dark Order Wolfpack uh, yep. dissension. 90 days is up. I have a strong feeling that Wyndham Rotunda debuts this week on Dynamite. Okay. In some sort of thing with the with their with the Dark Order to stabilize them and bring them back together under Brody. Nothing. I didn't get any kind of. You don't. You didn't go through no, any sources. Didn't go through yeah. any, no sources. No hints. No. No even whispers on social media. This is just your. This is just me. I've. I've been eyeing this date for a while, thinking like, oh, this matches up time-wise. They're in Rochester. He was supposed to debut there. This is the time they're finally going there. This is the kind of thing Tony does. Yeah. He's, you know, that's the hometown. They've really, on the last couple of weeks, it's really been the whole, like, and can I, they get together? And I bet that he wants to do something special and for I Rochester think, because uh, of Brody, because of the fact that before the pandemic, Brody was supposed be. to get the title shot. Well, no, he was supposed to debut debut at Rochester, night. yeah. yeah. It, it, but instead, they had to do it from Jackson Daly's place. Yeah, I just have a feeling that that's going to happen this week. Okay. So you have Corey, uh, you know his 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 inner gut saying that uh, that. Do you think? So we talked about this. What would be the main event? Jungle Boy uh, versus Adam Cole or Miro versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title? Or that opens. They do like to highlight their titles. I could see that main eventing. But Adam Cole also hasn't been in a main event yet. <laughs> but I think that if I think that with Adam Cole and Jungle Boy, that's not going to be the main event. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, guys. Cody Rhodes is wrestling. As he's teaming with Lee Johnson. Big shoddy. Well, that's where I'm uh, taking a piss then. Lee Johnson and Cody Rhodes are going to destroy the tag team of Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Can't have that luch- that guy flying in much, yeah, right? Yeah, Cody's got Cody's to see if that can work. to clip those yeah. wings. Yep. Yeah. So, exciting week for Dynamite. Um, Just wait until 2022 when Cody Rhodes goes back to the WWE. That'd be hilarious. I'm fine with it. I'm calling it right now. Awesome. I'm cool with it. Uh, if you, uh, anything else? No, that's pretty much it. I, let's wait until next week to do the women's cards. Yeah. That way Joe can actually remember to do it. I Thank you. I guarantee he hasn't done it. For that being uh-huh. said, uh, <laughs> if you couldn't listen to us live this you week. You fucked up. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you couldn't listen to us live this week, you can go to com. That's right, com To find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs, and all the Nazi, Nazi things Corey does. Oh, you said Nazi, Nazi things? That too. And like always, you can listen to all of our... I get drunk and draw swastikas with my dick. 3D versions. (laughs) And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, hello. 